You're listening to the Design Your Dream Year podcast, a place where we discuss all things mindset, manifestation, self-healing, and development to help you create the most fulfilling, freeing, fun, and abundant life possible. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, friends. It is Allison from Wonderlast.com. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you are having a fabulous day today here in Kansas City. It is currently November 11th, and I'm looking out the window, and there is white stuff falling from the sky. There is a white powdery blanket over the entire ground. Yes, it is snowing, and I don't know about you, but for me... November before Thanksgiving, it's like it's too early for snow. It's still the fall. Like I want to be enjoying the colorful trees and the pumpkins, not a fresh blanket of white snow, which I love snow, but give me snow, give me snow after Thanksgiving. So anyway, it's beautiful and it's a beautiful day and it really is great. Uh, but the snow, come on, man. Anyway, I'm going on a tangent. That's not what we're talking about today. Today I wanna talk about four things when it comes to goal setting, that if you are doing these things, could be greatly hurting your success. Four things that will cause your goals to actually hinder your progress instead of help you make progress. And whether you are doing one thing or all four things, we wanna nip these things in the bud so that we can achieve all of the things that we wanna achieve and so that our goals act as helpful guides, not as these big old like, giant stones that are keeping us tied down. So as we're going through these four things, I want you to just quite literally think of them as four different stones. Each thing is one big old stone the size of like a washing machine. And if you're currently doing one thing, then just imagine a giant stone tied to your ankle. And if you're currently doing multiple things, then imagine multiple giant stones tied to your body. And trust me, at that point, when you've got like giant stones the sizes of washing machines attached to you, it gets really hard to walk. Okay, we're gonna go with this stone analogy. So let's dive in to the four stones that caused your goals to hinder your success instead of helping your success so that we can get rid of these big old stones. Stone number one, your goals are dumbed down. This is where you're setting goals, but you're trying to figure out the how of them right off the bat. Like, okay, I want to do this thing, but how am I going to make it happen? And then when you can't figure out the how right from the get-go, you either change the goal or you make it smaller until you can figure out the how right from the beginning. And now you've given yourself that peace of mind of seemingly having it all figured out right from the beginning, but you've dumbed down your goal in the process. And unfortunately, what I've learned over the last 10 plus years of being an entrepreneur is that, and even just from going through life, is that it's impossible to figure out the how right from the start. Like life has a way of unfolding in a manner that you wouldn't expect and that you cannot predict. So trying to figure out every little nook and cranny ahead of time is not only impossible, but it's a waste of time. Like five or six years ago, if you'd asked me how I was gonna make my online business work full time, I wouldn't have been able to give you all the steps because I didn't know how. I I had no clue how I was gonna make it happen. I didn't have clarity on all the things that I needed to do. I just knew where I wanted to go, but the how part of it all was 
foggy. Now, did I make it happen? Yes, here I am today, it's happened, but I would, I would never have been able to predict the how. But maybe you're not trying to figure out the how right from the get-go, which is good. Perhaps you are okay with letting the steps get clear only as you are moving forward, which, by the way, is typically how it happens. <clears throat> But maybe instead, maybe you're trying to stick to the R in SMART goal, realistic. If you've never heard of a SMART goal before, most people have, I feel like at this point, but SMART goal is a way of goal setting and SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time bound. And while I think some of these are important, I think that SMART goals are actually making us set dumb goals. <laughs> so you dream up a goal that makes you feel so excited and it makes you feel all lit up inside, but deep down, you don't think your goal is possible. Or you're thinking, why me? Like, I can't do this. Or maybe even, why me? I don't deserve this. So you shoot lower and you shoot lower and lower until finally your goal is way smaller because you believe only that way is it more realistic. Only when it is much smaller do you think it's possible. And when that happens, you are putting a big old box around your business, your beliefs, and your potential, and it is gonna keep you playing small. Your beliefs about business will determine what's possible for you, and the more you believe that's possible, the further you're gonna go. I like to say what my friend and business mentor James Wedmore always says, and that is anything is possible 100% of the time. You keep the possibilities wide open. You don't know how life works. You don't know how the universe or God or whatever you believe in works. Think about all of the opportunities and possibilities that suddenly open up when you decide to believe that anything is possible 100% of the time. Sure, there might be things that are unrealistic, like if I wanted to be an Olympic gymnast, you know, I'm like, I'm like gonna set that goal of being in the Olympics as a gymnast four years from now, that is probably not gonna happen. In fact, that's probably never gonna happen. I am old or way older than I need to be for a gymnast. I'm too tall. I don't have really any of much training. So that's probably not gonna happen. But if I aim high, then I'm still gonna land somewhere great. So for example, I recently reached out to some people whom I really admire about being on their podcast. And I had a lot of resistance around reaching out because part of me kept saying, no, you know, they're not gonna want you on. You're, you're not big enough. How dare you even ask? That's pointless and ridiculous. It's not even possible. Don't waste your time. Like that is what the voice was saying. But because I choose to operate from the belief that anything is possible 100% of the time, I reached out anyway, despite that critical little inner voice. And guess what? I got accepted by all of the people who I reached out to, which was three different people. But even if I hadn't been accepted as a guest, even if I had got you know turned down by all of them, it still would have been worth asking because if I hadn't even tried, then I would have had a 100% chance of it not happening. Plus, there's usually a lesson in the trying as well. Like if I had reached out and none of the people wanted to have me on as a guest, I still might have learned some valuable tidbits that would have made it possible in the future or would have opened up other opportunities. Like maybe someone would have said, oh, you know, sounds great, but I only work with people who have X amount of people in their audience. 
Okay, well then I'd at least know to reach out again in the future when my audience hit that particular number. Or maybe they would have said, oh, you know, you're not the best fit for a podcast episode or I'm not really doing guests right now, but maybe we could collaborate in another way. And so another opportunity would have opened up, an opportunity that wouldn't have happened had I not thought that it was possible in the first place. So take a look at your goals. Are they dumbed down because you either A, can't figure out the how right now, or B, because you don't think they're realistic? And if you are nodding to yourself right now, if you said yes to either, and this stone is currently tied to your ankle and it is weighing you down right now, then be sure to tune in to next week's episode because I'm gonna be sharing how you can actually reach the goals that you set, how your goals can actually help you, and this includes getting past the roadblock of not believing that it is possible deep down inside. Okay. Moving on to stone number two that might be sabotaging your goals, and that is you have too many goals. Oh man, this one has been a biggie for me in the past, and quite honestly, it sometimes even crops up to this day if I am not paying attention. You're ambitious, which is awesome, but your ambition is biting you in the butt because you've got like 20 goals that you're trying to hit this year. And when you're focused on too many goals, then you're not 100% focused on any of them. You're trying to do too many things, so you end up making no real progress on anything. Your focus is scattered, and when your focus is scattered, you move slower, you feel more overwhelmed, you're not really sure where to place your attention. And this can be a real problem for entrepreneurs, especially those high achievers. The good intention of trying to accomplish lots actually leads them to accomplishing less. Is this you? If it is, it's okay. Just be honest. How many goals do you have for this year? 10, 20, 30? Maybe you're just going crazy. You've got like a hundred goals. I personally recommend five or less main umbrella goals so that you can stay laser focused and actually have the time to work towards each goal. Now, don't know what an umbrella goal is? Uh, it's basically a goal that encompasses other goals that you might have. It's a goal that once you reach it, allows you to uh, achieve your other goals really easily. And we're gonna go, I'm gonna go into these more in next week's episode when we talk about how to actually set goals that you can achieve and how to actually achieve those goals. So I'm not gonna go into super detail right now because uh, that'll be saved for next week's episode. But just know that if you've currently got too many goals and you are feeling a bit overwhelmed or like you don't have the time to accomplish them all, then chances are that this big annoying stone is tied to your ankle and it is dragging you down. I am all for setting goals, obviously. I am all for aiming high, but uh, too many goals is gonna keep you scattered. So we're gonna talk more about what to do about that instead in next week's episode. Moving on to stone number three, you have no real meaning or motivation behind your goals. 
Wah, wah. And this often happens when you don't take the time to get clarity on what you really want. So you just kind of pick goals randomly because they sound good. It's like you don't have a strong why attached to your goals, which is what keeps you motivated, or you don't have any real meaning behind the goal. In fact, you might even be working towards the wrong goals. And this happens when you're working towards a goal, not because it's what you want, but, but it's because, you know, it's what someone else wants. It's what your parents want or what your partner wants, or it's what you think society wants. Like maybe you're working on becoming a doctor. That's your goal. But deep down, it's not what you really want. It's what your parents want. The goal of being a doctor isn't in line with what you want. And so it literally feels like a heavy stone that is tied to your body that is keeping you from going after what you really want to be going towards. It's, it's like going to your classes and doing the training. You're like, okay, I feel accomplished and I'm working towards this goal, but it's not where my heart is at. And that feels heavy. Um, for example, earlier this year, I had set the goal of running a full marathon by November. So pretty much right now. So back in like around, I wanna say February or March, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna set the goal of running a full marathon by November. And I was excited about it, but I really wasn't that excited about it. Like I've done it before, I truly do enjoy running. But right now my heart isn't just, it's just not fully in it. It's a big time commitment. It's mentally and physically taxing. And it's just not something that I wanted to pursue right now. But I had set that goal because my brother is super into running. Like he runs races practically every weekend. He's amazing at it. He's obsessed with it. His heart is in it. He loves it. And I just don't, at least not right now, have that same level of heart in running. Uh, but I set that goal because I wanted us to have fun training together and I wanted to give him the opportunity to coach me because he loves coaching. And I realized though that that was just the wrong reason. I was in it more for him, not for me. And so ultimately I ended up uh, doing away with that goal a couple weeks later because I was like, you know what? I have got to be in this 100%. I've got to have the right reasons, the right motivation behind this goal in order to devote that, to devote that time and energy. And so that's just like an example of having the wrong motivation. You know, maybe you're doing it for someone else or maybe you think it's what someone else wants or you're doing it for approval or whatever reason. So you gotta make sure that if you want your goals to help you and not to hurt you, you gotta set goals that have real meaning and motivation behind them. Goals that are in line with what you really want, not with what someone else wants or not with what you think you need to do in order to be successful or what you think you need to do in order to make be, have someone be proud of you. You get what I'm saying. So that is stone number three. Is it tied to your ankle? Look down. Do you see that rope? If it is, it's okay. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about how to get those stones off here in a little bit. But moving on to stone number four. This is the fourth and final stone that could be causing your goals to hurt you instead of help you, and that is Oh, hey, imperfect action taker. I hope that you are loving this episode so far, but I wanted to interrupt for just a second because the new year is just around the corner and I want you to have your best year in business yet, which is why I wanna let you know about my free class called From Stagnant to Super Growth. 
This is my free training where I share the key changes that I made to go from slow growth to holy cow, my business is exploding. And in this free class, you'll learn how you can reach your biggest goals and make the new year your absolute best year in business yet. You'll learn about the exact goal setting and planning process that I use every single year in order to maximize my time, focus on the right things, and to see massive growth in my business year after year. And did I mention that you can watch this class for free? So if you want to majorly up-level your business in 2020, then go sign up and watch it for free over at wonderlast.com forward slash grow. Again, that's wonderlast.com forward slash grow. All right, now back to the episode. You have too much attachment to your goals. And I have most definitely talked about this one on the podcast before because this is something that I did up until the summer of 2017 that kept me really stuck and quite honestly, uh, kept me feeling like crap most of the time. This is where you've attached meaning to your goals. And it's usually something about your personal identity. Like when you choose a random number for the revenue goal that you'd like to hit, just as an example, because most people in business set revenue goals, and I do believe that you should, this is important. But for instance, you would choose a random number for your revenue goal and then immediately attach meaning to that number. And you probably you probably do this subconsciously as well, whether you realize you're doing it or not. You've, you've attached meaning about what it means if you hit the goal and what it means if you don't hit the goal. Like, okay, if I hit this revenue goal, it means that I am finally a success. It means that I'm finally worthy in the eyes of my audience or my parents or my spouse. And if I don't hit this revenue goal, it means I'm a failure or it means I'm on the wrong path or it means that things will never work out. And so there is a story behind what it means if you do hit the goal and what it means if you don't hit the goal and you've got so much attachment to your goals that you're actually pushing them away because having strong attachments to your goals does push them away. How you might be wondering? Well, firstly, the attachment shows in your energy. Have you ever attended like a webinar or an online workshop? Same thing, call it what you want, masterclass, um, where you could tell that the person who was hosting that webinar was super fearful. And when it came time to introduce you to their paid offer, they just had like zero confidence. You could hear it in their voice. You could sense it in, her, in their energy. Or like maybe the person who was hosting the webinar is just so desperate for money. Like maybe they truly do need that money, but you can hear that desperation in their voice and you can just sense it in their energy and it was a total turnoff. That is a, an example of how your attachment is directly af uh, affecting your energy and it can, it's sensed by others. People can sense when you're needy or when you're desperate or where you're in it for the wrong reasons. Or another way that too much attachment uh, to your goals hurts you is that it distracts you from who you need to be 
in order to reach your goal. You are so fixated on the goal itself and you've got so much attachment to what it means if you hit it or if you don't hit it that it is keeping you distracted, it's making you worried, it's causing you to be anxious all the time, maybe even depressed, and your mind isn't open to having those aha moments and those inspirational ideas when it is caught in that loop of anxious thoughts. You're constantly worrying 24-7 whether you're going to hit the goal and what it means if you do and what it means if you don't. And you're not able to put out your best work and to feel your best and be your best when you are consumed with worry over whether or not you're going to hit your goals because you've made them mean something. And those anxious thoughts take up so much of your thoughts. So you need to detach from the goal. And in order to do that, you simply need to take away the meaning that you are putting on that goal. Make that goal mean nothing. I mean, of course, deep down you want to hit that goal, but don't create a story around what it means and what it don't means if you hit that goal. And like I said, I'm going to be talking more about how to actually reach your goals in next week's episode and different ways to do this. So be sure to stay tuned for that. Okay, so if you're doing that right now, don't worry, don't panic. We're gonna talk about it and how you can kind of step away from doing that in next week's episode. So those are the four stones. And if you've got any of them tied to your body, then you're gonna be slowed down. They're hurting you, maybe even causing you to move in the wrong direction. Do you have any stones tied to your body? Maybe. Maybe not. So let's do a quickie recap of what those four stones are. Quickie recap on the four stones that are hurting your success instead of helping you succeed. Stone number one, your goals are dumbed down. You're trying to make them too realistic or you dumb it down because you can't figure out the how right from the get-go. Stone number two, you have too many goals. Oh man, I can relate to this one so hard. Stone number three, you have no real meaning or motivation behind your goals. You're not really clear on what you want, so you just set a random goal, or maybe you're working on a goal that is for someone else. It's what they want, or it's what you think they want. And stone number four, you have too much attachment to your goals. You've created a story around what it means if you hit it and what it means if you don't hit it. So my friend, it is time to take action. I have just one action step that I want you to take, preferably today, preferably right now. In fact, you might have already taken today's action step unknowingly because your action step for today is to simply identify your stone. Do you have one of the stones that we just covered currently tied to your ankle? And if you have one or all four of those stones tied to you, don't make yourself feel bad about it. Simply say, huh, I've got a big old stone tied to my ankle and it is time to take that thing off. Identify the stone and stay tuned for next week's episode because we are going to talk about how to actually reach your goals, how to get rid of those four stones, how you can shatter those stones and set goals that actually help you. Oh, I'm pretending like there's some dramatic music happening right now. You know what I'm talking about? That music that plays during those movies where there's like a motivational speech and the music is just like coming to a climax. Oh, that just happened in my mind. Okay. 
Well, that is it for today. I hope that you found this episode helpful. If you enjoyed this episode and if you identified one of the stones or maybe multiple stones that you are carrying around, I would love for you to let me know. Be sure to tag me on Instagram. Uh, Actually, take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and then share it in your Instagram stories and tag me with any ahas or insights or sharing the stone that you identified. I would love to hear from you. And don't worry if you got stones tied to you because I have definitely had all four tied to me at one point or another. And we're going to be talking about how to bust through those next week. All right. So until next week, have a fabulous day and I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Wait, don't go just yet. If you enjoyed today's episode, then I would seriously love for you to let me know. Simply take a screenshot of yourself listening to today's episode, share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Wonderlast so that I can see it. And of course, feel free to share any insights, ahas, or lessons that you might've learned. Not only would this give me the warm fuzzies, but it would also help to spread the word about this podcast, which if you enjoy it, would be one of the most meaningful ways that you could support the show. So take that screenshot, share it in your Insta stories, and tag me at Wonderlast. And who knows, I might just very well feature you on my Instagram. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.